This episode of Proper English is brought to you by the pronunciation of ED endings and the idiom to be at a loose end. Ah, the past simple tense, Dave. Oh, yeah. It's so useful. It is. And learners quite rightly get taught it early on, so tend to feel pretty confident with it. Mm -hmm. But it's a good idea to check it's being used properly. Yeah, let's do a quick recap, Ali. The simple past is used to describe a past event regardless of its duration and whether it happened very recently or in ancient Greece. Use the past simple for something that happened in the past once. We played tennis in 1985. Yesterday, I bought a coffee cup. Use the past simple for something that happened on a number of occasions. Sometimes I walked to work. They always enjoyed going to the pictures. Use the past simple for something that happened at an indefinite point in time. You lived in Cornwall as a child, Ali. I did. So, lived, enjoyed, walked, bought, played. Spot the odd one out, Dave. Uh, all those verbs end in ED in the past simple tense, except for one. Mm-hmm. By is an irregular verb, and instead of becoming bide, it becomes bought. Exactly. And that raises a point that always interests me. Young native English-speaking children make the mistake of adding ed onto every verb. Oh. When I was teaching the little ones, they would often tell me that they readed their book at the weekend. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah. And I'm thinking of the four and five-year-olds mostly. So, did you correct them? Yes. By casually saying, oh, you read your book at the weekend. Ah, that's it. Not a summary of how to use the simple past tense and give them a list of irregular verbs to learn. <laughs> no, we oh. would teach them how to spell words with ED endings when they got a bit older. And we'd talk about ones that don't use ED endings. Oh. But by this point, they've been hearing and speaking English for years. So they just knew the irregular ones. They didn't need to memorise a list. And when you've corrected them, would they roll their eyes and apologise and chastise themselves because you told them that last week? No. <laughs> we do that as adults, don't we? We don't. Kids aren't bothered. They'll get it right when they get it right. Awesome. Do you know, I need to be more like that. And of course, I don't suppose they get confused with how to pronounce the ED endings. Nope. Because they've heard them over and over all their little lives before anyone expects them to write them down. Exactly. ED words. Right. Time to look at these ED pronunciations. They fall into three categories. T, D and Id. Let's look again at the four regular verbs we used in the introduction. Lived, enjoyed, walked. Played. Now, walked stands out from the others. Walked. The N sounds like T. This is because the K at the end of walk is what's known as an unvoiced sound. And verbs in this group are pronounced with the T at the end. Walked, not walked. Hopped, not hopped. We could go into a detailed explanation of what unvoiced sounds are. And if you want us to... Get in touch and we'll do it as an episode in the future. But today we're going to replace rules and lists with what sounds right. That's right. See, every learner is different and knowing the rules can help you check if you're uncertain. But to speak more fluently, 
We think you need to feel how it sounds when native English speakers speak. So that means listening, listening and a bit more listening. Learn when something sounds right or wrong. Is it laughed or laughed? Or laughed or laughed? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put these examples together correctly. Jasmine always hopped, never walked. And so all the mean kids laughed at her. Or they laughed at her. E.D. words. Okay, now for the D ending. Earlier... We use lived, not lived, enjoyed, not enjoyed, and played, not played. This group of words is made up of those ending in voiced sounds. Like v, m, or n. Including vowel sounds. Yeah, note, it's the sound that you hear or say that's important, not the final letter that you read or write. Okay, let's use some in a sentence. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, I listened again to the song you played me and I was moved by the singer's voice. Do you see? Mm. Cool. E-D words. The final group is the id group. The only verbs in this list are ones ending in t or d. Wow. So quite a short list then, Dave. A logical conclusion, Ali. But... Incorrect. Hmm. A huge number of English verbs end in t or d, so end becomes ended. Need becomes needed. Want becomes wanted. And avoid becomes avoided. Yep, let's hear them used in a sentence. Used or used? Hmm, <laughs> I think we'll go for used. Okay. Right, so examples. How about Nick needed his new shirt? He hunted through his wardrobe until eventually he shouted downstairs and his wife pointed out that he was already wearing it. Idiot. <laughs> ED words. Now it's time for Idiom of the Week. Idiom of the Week? <sighs> oh dear. Well... What should we do now, Ali? <sighs> Dunno, Dave. Seems like we're at a loose end. Yeah. We've finished the episode. And now there's nothing to do, is there? <sighs> oh, I know. Why don't we tell the listeners about the idiom... At a loose end. Genius idea, Dave. Always follow him. <laughs> what does it mean to be at a loose end? Well, it means you haven't really got anything to do. Oh, that's straightforward, isn't it? Where does the saying come from? Well, I'm glad you asked, Alan. <laughs> Imagine, if you will, mm -hmm. a time when all ships had sails secured by ropes. Okay, yep, I'm imagining that. Well, any sailors who had nothing better to do would be ordered by the captain to check the ropes. And any that had loose ends, mm -hmm. yeah, would need to be repaired or retied. Does it have anything to do with the expression tying up loose ends? Exactly. Mm -hmm. It may well do, yes. 
Okay, so when we've got a job mostly done and then there are just a few bits and pieces to do, we can say, I'll be with you soon. I'm just tying up the loose ends. And here we are at the end of another episode of Proper English. Guess what? We hope you've had fun listening in on our conversation. <laughs> As always, have you remembered that you can get our episodes on YouTube? Mm, you won't see our gorgeous faces. Nope. But you can get subtitles, which could be useful. But it would be great if they could see our gorgeous faces, wouldn't it? When they're gorgeous, not on the other days. <laughs> and whether you're a new listener or a regular subscriber, why not? Get in touch with us. Seriously, why not? Why not get in touch with us? <laughs> you can email us at properenglish. All one word. At sapo.pt or you can ask us questions on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook if you have them. And don't forget that every episode we've made is available out there, not just the latest ones. True. So you can listen to everything we've ever done as many times as you like. So, until next time, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me too. And thank you for listening to Proper English. English.